Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Ben Panter on the line, and he's the Chair of Executive Compensation and Governance over at McDonald Hopkins. Ben, welcome to the show. Appreciate it, Adam. Thank you for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at McDonald Hopkins, um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career? Yeah, so I, I'm an attorney, so the first step is obviously going to law school. Um, so uh, after graduating from law school, uh, I was living in New York, and I went to work for a large law firm. Um, at the time, uh, people really had started focusing on executive compensation um, from a regulation standpoint, and so all these new laws were being passed, and I was fortunate enough to be working at a you know, large New York law firm, which was the epicenter of executive compensation at the time. Um, and I really learned um, the, the practice from the ground up. Um, so I spent a few years practicing uh, at one firm and, and transitioned to another firm where uh, I was working on a day-to-day -day basis on you know, several you know, multi-billion dollar uh, M&A deals, uh, front page Wall Street Journal type transactions, um, focusing on executive compensation um, and negotiating compensation packages against some of the top hedge funds, private equity makers uh, in the country, which was you know, an incredible opportunity at the time. Wow, what an amazing story. So just even just getting started, you already had this this uh, unique vantage point, I would say, of um, working, uh, as you said, at the epicenter of what's going on in executive compensation. Um, so that being said, you know, there's some, um, you know, there's some younger listeners out there that are maybe, um, you know, just just graduating college or even, you know, just just thinking about law school and, and pursuing law as a career. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that person that's really just finished kind of their undergrad and they're thinking about if, if they've always had that bug and they're thinking law might be the thing for them? Yeah, so for lawyers, uh, obviously, it's law school, it's a large financial and time commitment. Um, and as I can tell from personal experience, working at a large law firm is a grinding, uh, sometimes grueling experience. Um, and so there really needs to be a broader commitment uh, for me. I enjoyed the law. I'm a third-generation attorney. It's sort of been a topic of conversation uh, in my life uh, since I was very little. Um, but part of what drew me to the law was the entrepreneurial aspect of it, where I'm advising people on legal and business. Um, and so I, what I think is critical uh, for, for lawyers in particular is to, is to have a clear focus on what it is you want to do and why you are going into the law. Uh, the joke is there are you know, three constitutional lawyers in the entire country. So if you love constitutional law, that's maybe not a great reason to go into uh, the legal field. <laughs> Got it. Um, no, that's great advice. Uh, well, Ben, let, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing over at McDonald Hopkins. Uh, so first, tell us a little bit more about the firm, please. Uh, so firm is based in Cleveland. We have offices in um, Michigan, Ohio, Illinois, and Florida. Uh, I run the executive compensation practice. And so my practice is really focused uh, in, in two distinct buckets. Um, I represent 
CEOs and founders, uh, primarily uh, in the private equity, venture capital, and public companies spaces. Um, and when people think about that, they're often focused on the public company type executives and their golden parachute. But I spend a lot of my time uh, working with private equity portfolio company executives. Um, and in this way, it's a lot more than, than base salary and bonus. And when you think of compensation, those are usually the two things that come to mind. But I really spend a lot of my time focused on the equity. Um, I, I tell my clients a, uh, quote, hilarious joke about you're not going to buy a Caribbean island uh, with your base salary and bonus. It's really the equity that's mm -hmm. going to make you um, that next level, uh, take you to the next, next level of wealth. And so um, understanding how equity works, how tax taxes impact equity, how corporate governance impacts um, your equity is of critical importance. Um, obviously, severance comes up. The golden parachutes we all read about uh, is a large part of my practice. And then certainly restrictive covenants. Uh, I'm sure you have a lot of people on your podcast who are talking about starting a business, thinking about starting an own business. And a lot of times you can have non-competes, non-solicitations that really um, inhibit or prohibit people from starting those new ventures. Uh, so it's really important to have a broad understanding um, if you're a CEO, if you're a founder, uh, as you're transitioning. Um, the other bucket of my clients are compensation committees, boards of directors, HR departments at companies. Um, and for these clients, it's a bit more strategic. Uh, we focus on attracting, retaining, and motivating uh, executives and employees. Uh, obviously, the workforce for most companies is of critical importance. And so companies that um, develop a cohesive and strong compensation philosophy, implement a compensation strategy, uh, are able to bring the best talent to the company and keep that talent working hard uh, and towards a goal. And you know, as as everyone knows, if you can grow the pie, everyone uh, mm -hmm. should end up pretty happy at the end of the day. Are there any kind of trends you care to comment on in executive compensation? Because you have you have a really unique vantage point. I mean, you've been doing it for so long, and now in, in, in this private equity and tech space, um, so you see a lot. Any kind of trends you care to comment on? So the current trend that I deal with a lot is the new age workforce. Um, mm -hmm. Older, the, you know, people 20, 30 years ago would be at the company for 10, 20, even sometimes a lifetime. Um, mm -hmm. The current workforce at all levels is very transient. Uh, and so it's really important for both executives and companies to understand that uh, or candidly accept the reality that the relationship between executive and their employees and the company is not necessarily career long. Uh, and so the, the programs that you implement need to be geared towards a bit, you know, shorter, medium term uh, to really extract as much value out of those relationships while you have um, those executives. And a lot of this ties to those equity programs that I mentioned earlier, uh, particularly private equity type transactions where you're looking at, you know, three to seven year hold periods uh, and you want the program to make sure that you get to that exit event. Um, in as short and successful uh, way as possible. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense, and I, I I'm interested to hear that you say that that it happens at all levels that three to seven year uh, time period because uh, I I would have thought it would have been longer, but I get it completely. I, I thought that was more on the um, on the junior level more so, but um, I definitely get it. Um, so uh, no, and I guess, and it's not changing now that you tell me that because I had no idea from that vantage point. Um, so now that you tell me that, I guess it's not changing. This is the new norm, huh? 
It's the new norm. Uh, I mean, I have executives I, I've done, you know, their employment and severance agreement four or five times in the past, you know, several years. So it, it's not uh, just at the junior level, but I think mm -hmm. uh, companies, compensation committees, and just the general workforce is understanding uh, the less permanent nature of the employment relationship. Uh, and so, it, but it is important to embrace that um, and not assume that people are going to be with you for, for 30 years. Yeah, and, and then throwing this out there, too, and uh, I don't think that's necessarily negative. Not saying you said that, but a lot of times, sometimes you're bringing, if you're in the past, and I'll just play the other side of the coin, because I know some of the people listening, or especially some of my audience thinking, oh, I knew it, you know, millennials did all that. No, no, but think about it this way. In the past, I'll, I'll do the other side of the coin. You were stuck with somebody for 20 years that you might have just brought in for some type of turnaround. Now you're not stuck with them forever. They may, they may not be the right fit permanently, right? Um, in the past, that was kind of the way it was. If you brought them in, they were supposed to have all these other skill sets. Now you might have um, somebody brought in there for a very specific niche of bringing up, growing a certain thing or function in the business. So I don't think it's a negative thing, personally. Um, I'm, I'm just glad you bring it up, Ben. Uh, yeah, it definitely cuts both ways. Mm -hmm. So, Ben, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on McDonald Hopkins or to, um, or to follow up with you or learn more, well, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can email me directly at bpanter at mcdonaldhopkins.com, B-K-N-T-E-R uh, at mcdonaldhopkins.com. Happy to connect on LinkedIn, or they can call me directly, 312-642-4081. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Ben, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at McDonald Hopkins. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the um, app iTunes store, uh, do all those great things to do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Ben, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.